Yeah, yeah, I know why you're all here. You're here because I called it. Start the intro. Let's go. Good. We all. No, 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 no way, dude. We'll get to your Nostradamus stuff in a second. What? What do you want? Gotta knock down the fourth wall again. Dude, can you not? That's actually really hard to. Okay, no, it's all out of focus. Uh, uh, uh. Okay, okay, what? Forget that you called it. I called it. You called what? I said that Tavares would tie the game at his thousandth point and they'd still lose. Yeah, and what did you call the last game against the Preds? Easily the Leafs' most complete effort of the season. Yeah, did you have a look at the numbers? No. 47,500 views, your least watched video of the season. Wait, really? Now they're all here to watch the sack clown dance. I don't know, man. I don't know. It's my job. Then do your job. I was trying to and you canceled the intro. Well, then play the rest of it. Stop! Never get. No, there's no point. We're well past that. Leafs lose 4-3 in overtime to the New York Islanders in the leafiest way possible. Do you understand? Do you understand? There have already been two Leafs games this season where a team has emptied their bench and lost. The first one was the Florida Panthers who thought they won in the shootout. Turns out the goal didn't count and then Noah Gregor finished them off. Lol. But then this, this, John Tavares gets a goal and an assist for $9.99 and $1,000 in his NHL career. He ties the thing with six seconds to go in front of his dad, who was elated, by the way. He was all of us. He was jumping up and down in the most adorable, heartwarming way possible. And guess what? He got the Austin Matthews treatment. The Austin Matthews treatment. That, that game where he did the point, hmm? They lost that game. They lost it. The four goal game, they lost it. This is a beautiful moment that will forever be tainted because they lost. That doesn't mean it's completely irredeemable. It's completely unenjoyable. We've all eaten stuff off the floor. Don't, don't give me that look like you're better than me. Yes, you have. But we all know it would have been better if we didn't drop it on the floor. So gosh darn it, let's talk about it. The Leafs, they're hot. They're riding high. And Austin Matthews and William Nylander. <laughs> we get this beautiful moment and we get it ripped away. And I tweeted this. I tweeted this. I and people are like, you jinxed it. I jinxed what? I, ju I didn't jinx it, you're just new here. I know this team. Steve, oh, you didn't even play hockey growing up. First of all, I don't know, man. Thousands of people still watch. There's over 200,000 subscribers. I didn't force them to watch. And also, it's not about hockey knowledge. No, it's about knowledge of the supernatural, of the extraterrestrial, when it comes to this team. If you want to have a nice, peaceful life and do a video series about, like, I don't know, the avalanche, and predict, oh, I think they're gonna win 4-2 tonight, then you go right ahead. I chose the Leafs. We're coming up on the four-year anniversary of them losing to one of their own employees, and I'm still doing this! So let's talk about it. Let's talk about it! First of all, the Leafs score first, which was ridiculous, because William Nylander and Austin Matthews stay hot. Click, click, holy smokes! Austin, now with his 19th, he stays hot, and even that I wasn't able to enjoy that much. Because Chris Cuthbert on the broadcast had to point out that the Leafs have an identical record when scoring first versus when not scoring first. Again, one of the more leafy stats I've ever heard. It's good, it's bad, it's both, it's neither, it's the Leafs. Less than six minutes into the game, it's on the power play, Leafs get the one nothing lead. Shh, quiets that crowd down, nice and early. But it doesn't take long for the Islanders to get back into the fight. Pal Palmieri finds Brock Nelson for the, a really nice shot. It's a nice shot, it might have even been deflected. And John Tavares was on the ice for this one, which I'm sure got Islanders fans right back into it. But I would like to point something out uh, with stills, because uh, I can't show you the footage, but the stills are just is bad. I'm not even saying this goal is necessarily his fault, but look right in the middle of the screen. There's Marner. Now he's standing completely still, generally not the greatest. Now here's about a second or two later, 
Brock Nelson, and man, <laughs> he's got great seats. Here's Nelson on the follow through. Marner still hasn't even moved a muscle. <laughs> now I'm not even saying this is Marner's fault. It's obviously not even his guy. He's busy watching the point, but he's still looking at everything that's going on and going, guys? And I mean, look at what the guys are doing. <laughs> it's Tyler Bertuzzi and Morgan Riley and uh, just, Oh yeah, just, just leave that guy alone in front. Just leave him alone. He's fine. I know he's wearing an Islanders jersey. I'm sure it's just a fan who hopped on the ice. Do something! Just all around not a great play from anybody, and I know Samsonov didn't have the best game. Not sure what the heck he's supposed to do there. 1-1. One, one. Now, I'm not interested in ripping into Marner because I don't think he deserves to be ripped into, but this is a point of concern here. There was this tweet from Kevin Papetti. You may have seen it. Marner's last 10 games by expected goals for percentage. Basically, if you don't know what this is, it's expected goals for and you want to be above 50 because that means you have more expected goals for than the other team. His last 10 games are 45.8, 36.8, 40.3, 50.6, hey, 35.4, 45.9, 26.4, 21.9, 35.6, and 33.2, which was this one. Sorry, wait a sec. Last game was 35.7. The Leafs outshot the Preds 37-18. How do you even pull that off? Maybe should have kept the bubble on? I don't know. Listen, he gets the toughest assignments. He's got unbelievable skill. He's obviously a magician out there, but as the team is getting better and starting to put together solid efforts and racking up points and even earning one point in a game where they probably didn't even deserve to get one, most teams don't tie the game with six seconds to go. This is a trend now. This is something that's been going on for a little too long and it's a huge concern. This guy is too important of a part of this team to not be getting it done. Now, Marner was on the ice for the next Islanders goal, but I'm not gonna put this one on him. Again, he has front row seats with just under 90 seconds to go, but he's standing in the slot, probably wondering why Jake McCabe and Morgan Riley felt it necessary to double team Hudson Fashing. Puck gets Casey Sezikis in the slot. It was an easy pass on account of no one was on the guy making the pass. Sezikis makes it two on Isles. Third one early in the third, this just sucks. This is so many goals that beat Sammy. Yeah, there might be some traffic in front, it's a clear shot. Yes, you're allowed to make saves on those, man. You are, and Joseph Wall gave the Leafs plenty. Like, yes, there's traffic. It's bad when there's traffic, but the best goalies find a way through or over or whatever the traffic. They get through it. So now the Isles are up 3-1. Now, what do we need? We need two points from Johnny, don't we? I should point out Marner was on the ice for this one, and he doesn't get an assist, but he helped keep the play alive with some dogged play behind the net. This Leafs team as a whole is just working harder than they were. They're, they're playing more cohesively, and they're just dogs. Puck comes to Connor Timmons, he just puts it on. Textbook perfect tip-in from who else? John Tavares! Just teaching a lesson to Robert Bertuzzo. Here's a tip. Don't screw with me in front of the net. Leafs are within one, but that is in the first half of the second period. We have to wait until all the way until six seconds left. The Leafs are getting their chances. The Islanders half tried to give the game away. They put the puck right alone in front to Noah Gregor. I think Kelly Yarncroke had another one of the chances. Ilya Sorokin straight up robbed the Leafs a couple times. But with mass pandemonium in front, William Nylander puts it on, John Tavares blocks it. Sorry, did I say blocked it? I, I meant redirected it on purpose. Straight to Morgan Riley stick and he puts it in and immediately points at Johnny. It was Marner who pointed first. They were all looking for it. Pour out over the boards. The Leafs 
tie the game with Tavares's thousandth point in Long Island. Oh, it's too perfect. And if any of you are like, oh, the Leafs are such losers. No, dude. Scoring a thousand points in the NHL is a huge deal. And I know you know that. I'm going to put it into context for you. Phil Kessel is actually 100th all time in NHL scoring. That's true. That's a real stat. Jason Spezza is 99th in all time NHL scoring. That's a stat. And neither of those dudes reached a thousand points. That's a stat. Kessel has 992 points in 1,286 games. Spezza has 995 points in 1,248 games. Tavares hits a thousand in 1,054 games about 200 fewer games than either of those guys. And he's just gonna keep moving up the list. Lanny McDonald's number 96, he's gonna pass him in fewer games. Ryan Getzlaff's number 93, he's gonna pass him in fewer games. Dale Hunter is 92, Tavares is gonna pass him in way fewer games. That dude played 1,400. Martin St. Louis is 81st all time. He won a scoring title and Tavares will likely pass his point total in fewer games. St. Louis had 1,033 points in 1,130 four games. Tavares has like a full season's worth of games to catch up. Daniel Sedin just got inducted into the Hockey Hall of Fame. 1,041 points in 1,306 games. 7,612 skaters, that's forwards and defensemen, have ever played in the National Hockey League. Only 98 of them have ever reached a thousand NHL points. Glad you asked. It's 1.2%. So your odds of scoring a thousand points in the NHL are minuscule. The odds of you doing it in the same night your dad is in the building is even smaller and it's awesome. Which is why it sucks that Bo Horvat scored like right, right away in overtime. That was, uh, that sucked. Sucked even more for my mentions because I tweeted this. I'm pretty sure when the Leafs were down 3-1. The Leafiest outcome would be Tavares ties it with his thousandth point and they lose anyway. <laughs> time I am recording this video, that tweet has 2,100 likes, 130 quote tweets, we should read some of those, and 311,000 views. Instead of questions, let's go through some of the quote tweets. The gift of prophecy strikes again. You call this a gift? This man is an oracle. No, I'm just a Leaf fan who's been making videos about them for 17 seasons and I know things. So you're directly to blame for this, right? You don't blame me for the way the universe is. You don't dare. From biased Leaf fan, I hate you. Now, uh, not more than I do. The story of his career, losing follows him, shrug. He has two series winning goals. Ooh, the Islanders made it to the third round. Hang a banner then. Hang a banner for almost making it to the final. Are the 80s more recent than 1967? Yes, but are they recent? No, no, they're not. Are they? Lower your voice. Ooh, and last one from Adam Wilde. What's your problem, man? Adam, if we actually got into that, man, it would be the longest podcast we ever did. So for now, that is it for this one. Thank you very much for watching. Click like if you like this video. Click subscribe if you really liked it. Tell all your friends to watch my videos when they win. Come on. Come on.